welcome to Revolución, a Hispanic Heritage Month 2022 virtual event. I am your host, Rafael, a.k.a. The Latin Babbler, and our special guest was born and raised in Los Angeles. She has created a YouTube channel where she creates cooking videos, comedic skits, musicals, challenges, and more. She's been nominated for her acting at the Latino Film Festival and Premios Vives, and also records music as a solo artist with her band, Sol Pacifica. Welcome to the show, Gabriela Bañuelos. Hi! Hello, hello! Thank you for having me. By the way, your intro song is Fire. Is that you singing? It's Fire, right? No, that's not me. Oh, that's okay. not me. We got... <laughs> I wish it was me, though. That song is lit, though. It is. We that's do have a lot of fun with talent. it. No, no, no. My hidden talent is literally to eat. That's my... <laughs> oh, my I, God. Um. I'm an eat, so I'm glad that you make cooking videos because we probably have a lot in common. You like cooking and I like eating. So there you go. And you can teach me a little <laughs> something from both of those countries. I'd love to learn something. I make mofongo. I make really good mofongo. It's really good. That sounds really yeah. good. I've had it. Me encanta. So you got to teach me. I make it with camarón. Oh, okay. I don't think I've had it con camarón. That sounds good. Ah, see? We're missing okay, out. we're going to have to go out. eat after this. <laughs> Well, you know what the funny part is? All my interviews eventually turn into like food talk, which is probably <laughs> why I look the way I do. Turn around and have, oh, <laughs> have no, all the food no. in the world. All right. So let's see. You, uh, every time I look at you, you are traveling like everywhere. In your social media, you're going from one place to another. Like in all the videos, you're having mad fun. Were you like that growing up? You know what? I Now that I think about it, I feel like I had a pretty privileged life. Obviously, I didn't come from a really rich family. My family is like just your mediocre Latino, Mexican-American family. You know, my parents came from yeah. Mexico and and they started their roots here. And we're six kids. So you could just imagine. Six. Six of us. I don't know how my parents did it. So whenever I hear gente diciendo, ay, no puedo hacer esto, no puedo hacer eso porque no hay tiempo, cállense. Que hay tiempo pa todo. <laughs> There's always time. You There's got six kids, you time. definitely got time. Yes. <laughs> so like, I don't know, my mom and my dad always found time to take us, even if it was like a little road trip to San Diego, to Palm Springs, like growing up, I was really fortunate to travel and Mexico was obviously one of the biggest uh, places we'd always go to for like summer break, spring break. So yeah, I think it, the whole traveling just rooted as a child and and here i am now doing it kind of like a career in a way you know and and thankfully this what i do content creating and acting has also been a big reason as to why i travel so much like the the job itself takes you takes you around the world so did you did you always want to do this like growing up like were you always interested in in like acting yes Yes, definitely. You can ask my whole family. They're like, ah, I'm not even surprised you're in this. <laughs> I'm your answer was like, yeah, like, like, <laughs> yeah, like, ah, siempre, siempre estaba bailando. I was, I somehow was always the center of attention without wanting to be the center of attention. I just naturally yeah. wanted to entertain people. And um, I think it wasn't until high school when I started doing like theaters where I really started to realize, hey, I kind of want to do this for a living. Can I be the next Disney star? That didn't happen, but you know. <laughs> She's like, the line was long. The line was long. That Let line. me ask you, what, 
Were like your parents like really supportive of it? Because I know that like in the Latino community, like if you're going into the arts, you know, parents mm-hmm. are like, no, 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 pues, vamos, let's try to see if you can go into like doctor or exactly. lawyer or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. so when you decided like, you know, I want a career in acting, were they like, did they like lose their their minds off of that? Oh my God, yes. I think specifically my dad, porque in Mexico, they had such a bad rep, you know, like the whole, ay, las, las, las mujeres, like they get abused or like there's just something shady always happening with women in the industry so that was his biggest issue he was always like no you know this happens i've heard of these stories i'm like dad well i mean i don't know what to tell you i'm not in mexico (laughs) and i'm just gonna like (laughs) pursue what i want to pursue like this is where my calling is i've always loved it and i did try other things but nothing ever like really stuck and i felt like i always came back to the to the arts so um yeah i mean it wasn't until I think they started seeing me make money off of it is where they started to <laughs> Isn't really... Isn't that the way it is? <laughs> right, right? Because at first they were like, you know, you should be a doctora, you should be a yeah. lawyer. <laughs> I was like... You get that first check, they're like, hold on yeah. a second. Yeah, you can make money off of this? You can make money and you can give me some of that money? Oh, you know, oh. Give, me, give me the money so I can take care of it for you real quick. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. What, so, like, what platform did you start on? Um, for social media, it was definitely YouTube. YouTube? Yeah, YouTube. I want to say it was like in 2013, 2012, between those years. Um, yeah. I started with like cooking videos. And at the time, I was really involved with other content creators that were also kind of like the the beginners like of 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 youtube really i feel like these people are really the ones that oh, kind of wow. like paved the way of youtube content creating and um i was collaborating a lot with them and because i was collaborating with them that's how i got into youtube because at first i was so in denial like now nah, i'm not gonna do it i i'm not into that i'm just doing acting i go on my auditions and i book whatever you know and then little by little the fans, the followers were like, Oh my God, you should create something. You should do this. You should do that. And I kind of just said, all right, whatever, let's give it a shot. Let's see what, let's see what I can do. And I started with cooking and surprisingly that actually took off. And I was like, Oh, do you have like formal training of cooking or you were just like cooking (laughs) what you knew? Pretty much. My dad was a cook. So I grew up with my dad always having me in the kitchen with him and I just learned throughout you know my life um and I've just always had a had a passion for it I think it's also a very artistic field you know you can get very very artistic with with your plating and just like the art of cooking I feel like it's very it's really artful so um yeah I just started to do that nothing crazy I didn't feel like I was a chef and I always felt like my videos never came off as that somehow they come off very comedic and people thought they were hilarious yeah Yeah. and I was like okay sure (laughs) and then from that I started doing like the comedic skits the dancing then the traveling vlogs so you you mentioned you were doing the auditioning process how is how is that for you because it's like it's it's different for everybody obviously but it's mad weird the auditioning process for like actors going in and then they have to compete with like all these other people. Some of the things you guys have to do to even try to land these roles. What was the auditioning process for you? Was it like exhausting or was, were you like motivated every single time you had to do it? It was motivating in the beginning. Cause you know, as an actor, you don't, I mean, just getting an audition is hard enough. So yeah. like when you get that audition, you're like super hyped. Like, Oh my God, I'm going to go in. They want to see me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so 
like getting the audition is super like you get really hyped, but then it gets to the point where you're just getting nose and nose and nose and nose and it gets super exhausting and mentally exhausts you. And you start thinking you suck, you're full of crap and you're never going to make it in this industry, you know? So I feel like it's, it's an up and down cycle. It's a whole roller coaster. Sometimes I feel super motivated and I'm really excited. And then other days I'm just like, I give up with this. Like they don't like me. I feel like they told me I did really good and they can't wait to see me again. And they don't even freaking see me like what's going on. So it's an up and down roller coaster. But honestly, I feel like social media is like that too, though. The whole content creating thing is also like that. It's di- I mean, it's kind of different though, because I mean, I, I've seen the people who like go in there my daughter's an actress, so she goes in there and she was doing these auditions and they would tell her, oh my God, you were amazing. We'll definitely give your call back. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely yeah. not. A, and it's like 99% no, so like the, the 1% yes. And then you get, so what was like the first role that you landed that you got like super excited about? It was Disney Channel. And when it wasn't even like an really? actual role. Yes. And it's crazy because people recognize me from that. Like, they'll be like, oh, my God, you're the girl from uh, Good Luck Charlie. I don't know if you ever saw that. But... I saw Good Luck Charlie. I'm not that old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if people want to watch Disney Channel. They don't want to own up to it. I do. I watch Disney Channel hardcore. And I feel like Good Luck Charlie was one of the last few shows that I really was like, yeah. damn, those were really good. You know? So it was for Good Luck Charlie. Actually, I'll never forget showing up and it was like maybe like six other female girls we were on the lot we were on set so they had the audition there and it was for a featured extra role so I I was kind of green to the whole like understanding the lingo of what featured extra means and all that stuff right so I was like okay whatever I'm just gonna go and I go in and it was the director producer and um I can't remember if I saw the actors that day. I don't think I saw the actors, but I was just like geeking out in my head because I was like, oh my God, I'm a fan. <laughs> I'm a fan of this show. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, they asked us to, you know, just do emotions. Like, oh, can you guys act sad? Can you guys act surprised? Can you act disappointed? Whatever. And we all did it. And then they started pulling us out. Okay, so when I say your name, you're just going to go out to the and sit back there in the, in the seats. And when I don't call your name, that means you guys have to go. Thank you very much for coming. So they start calling out names. Oh my God, my hands were so sweaty. And it's only six <laughs> of us. And you have these producers and directors staring at you. So there's all this pressure. I was like, did I cry good enough? I don't know. Did I, did I laugh good enough? And yeah, I got it. So it was That's like, awesome. yeah, it was so, pre- I couldn't believe it. I kid you not. I think I was like, just stood there for a minute, like in shock. Like, wait, did he, did he call my name? He told me to go back there. <laughs> and so, um, I like, you know, they told us everything we were going to do when we have to show up to set. And so I remember walking out and I called and I started crying. I caught, ca- I called my mom. I called my boyfriend at the time and I was like, Oh my God, I got it. I got it. <laughs> and I, I really thought that's where my career was going to take off and I was going to book all these Disney shows. <laughs> And then <laughs> that's true because that one first one, you're like, I, the door is open. Yeah. yeah. I can walk in. I, everybody knows me now. So I'm going to have those connections. Yeah, and all kinds of stuff. I know it didn't happen that way, but it's all good. Yeah. I still did yeah. t- like two other <laughs> Disney stuff after that. And I really do think it was because of the connections I had gotten um, through that show for that specific like episode. Very so cool. Fun. Yeah. You go into the creator space. What, what was the video that, that launched it like there's always one video that that just takes off and you know i was talking to other creators you got 
the phones going off because of all the notifications. What what is the one video that just like launched it? Oh man, <laughs> that's tough because I feel like with the different genres, there's a few videos in each genre that has hit. But I yeah. I I, I want to say that it's the dancing videos. I can't remember which one in specific. I I think it was like cum- the one that cumbia or it was like caballo dorado. Caballo Dorado Cumbia or Bachata video I did with uh, my buddy, his character Stiburcio. Mm-hmm. And those videos till this day are kicking off. I don't know how on earth, but they still <laughs> are like my highest viewed and they're constantly getting comments and I'm just like, like, damn, okay, y'all love this stuff. Okay, this is yeah, cool. <laughs> but crazy. for sure, for sure it's those because on any platform I have, I always have people, oh my God, I found you on Tiburcio, on the, the dancing videos with Tiburcio. <laughs> That's my stuff. Like, I love that stuff. So I want to say it's definitely the dancing ones with Tiburcio that kicked it off. Do you ever find it like exhausting where, you know, you guys are, you're making content and at one point you just kind of get burnt out? Oh, yeah. I feel like every content creator feels like that and they're lying if they don't. They definitely do. Because you just feel like you have to meet this specific level at all times. Yeah. And just imagine you're hitting like, I don't know, you get super lucky and that whole week you posted three videos, maybe five videos, and three of those videos go viral. And like now you feel like, okay, how can I top that? Top that one, yeah. Yeah, you got to just keep getting better and better and better. So it could be really exhausting. And I'm not going to lie. I think I had like almost a two-year, not hiatus, because I was still like in it, but I wasn't fully in it because it was just really getting to me emotionally. And I was like depressed. I wasn't really inspired. I just felt like my life is falling apart. And um, it wasn't until I had a reality check. And uh, honestly, I kind of just took a little, like a really good break and refreshed. Yeah, like a little kind of get your brain uh how do you say that reset yeah how, kind how of deal reset, with it going back yeah. into it yeah i mean that's sure. good every i mean everybody needs it regardless of what field you're in everybody definitely needs a kind of like a boost sometimes for sure even in our even doing this like you know you come up with shows and all kinds of stuff you you know you're asking questions you're trying to figure out which questions to ask how to make them different you know just creating a show in general you know it gets to the point where you're just like okay I don't wonder. I don't know what to do next. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What else? How can I- what else did we talk about? Like we just talked about that. What else can we talk about in the Latino community that hasn't already been, you know, discussed or something yeah. like that? It's that's tough. crazy. Yeah. People- All right. So Hispanic. Go ahead. No, no, no. That's okay. Anything I said, relevant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> everything's relevant. So if you got something to say, say it. No, I was just gonna say people need to, um, like the viewers need to be a little bit more empathetic with. The, the, oh, for real. They need to be a little more empathetic with whoever it is that they follow, you know, whether it's content creators, uh, podcasters such as yourself, like anyone, because in the creative like arts, it's just, it's really draining. And I think people think it's just easy and it just, it comes easy and it's an easy job and it's not because you're, you have to entertain so many people and I don't know. It's just, it's See? a very... Yeah, that wasn't irrelevant. That was mad relevant. Like, what are you talking? <laughs> <laughs> that was like that was good. You know, I asked that. It's a good. It's a good statement because when you think about it, like, there's a lot of people who do. You know, who try to do this. It's not like everybody who's trying to do this becomes and blows off. And you know, there's a lot of content creators who are out there who haven't hit that stature mm-hmm. of you know having that kind of of I guess you can say fandom or followers. 
but they're still putting their like massive efforts into it. Mm -hmm. And I think that even some of them are, are putting on, uh, you know, personas on social media that, you know, just even isn't who they are, I guess, in a sense, in real life, like they're a lot more private in life. Some people are very extroverted on their content, but very introverted, mm -hmm. like in person. When you are out on the streets and people recognize you, are is the person that's in the video like the same person that gets approached on the streets? Like, are you the same way or do you turn around and you're like, coño, dame tranquilo. Like, this is, I'm trying to just have an elote. Like, why, why can't you just <laughs> let me eat my, <laughs> why can't I just Mi eat tenino. my, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> like, is it, is it the same? Like, is Gabby the same on camera as she is like on the streets? Yes, actually I am. I always try to keep it as real as a hundred. Like if I'm having a bad crabby day, I won't even be on social media. Or I will mention it on my social media. Like, damn, today was tough, guys. Like, I'm gonna just need a, I'm gonna yeah. need a breather right now, you know. Um, but what you see is what you get. I always tell people. There's, there's a few comments sometimes. Oh my gosh, she's just so extra. She doesn't need to be like this to get attention. It's like, damn, sorry, that's just my personality. <laughs> it's <so> great. <laughs> that's just me all the time. But um, yeah, it the really irony is. of that though, yeah. because you can post to entertain, but you can't post event, right? But yeah, so I think I think my community is really, really awesome in that sense, though, because I feel like they're very extremely supportive when I vent That's and good. I get really dark on my page sometimes. I mean, the darkest that that I've gotten was um, I don't want to go dark here, but like my my dad recently passed, and when that happened, like. Like, I didn't expect the amount of support. I didn't expect the amount of understanding when I took, like, almost a three-month break. I was like, I need to just get out of here for a minute. And, like, mm -hmm. they're they're amazing when it comes to that. So I have a pretty kick-ass fan base. And I appreciate and love them for that because um, whenever I get them hate, hating comments, I know it's not, it's not, it's not the real ones, okay? <laughs> oh, it's, it's them bots, man. It's some people yeah. who are going over there just trying to troll accounts for the hell of it. Yeah. I get those. So, mom, yeah. you can unfollow me if you want. <laughs> keeping you humble. She's keeping you humble. She's trying to keep me down level, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, oh, 900 followers or whatever I got. I don't even know. <laughs> it's like, hey, 900 um, is a lot. Hey, it, you know what? I the, That's the one thing I will say about, you know, the people that follow me is that they are also extremely supportive because I will have days well, I'll just post up there and I'll be like, man, I am just exhausted. I've been doing this for like 12 hours straight. Mm -hmm. And I'll get some of the most kindest message in my DMs of people just, you know, prayer hands and be like, hey, keep your head up mm -hmm. and, you know, keep pushing and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm glad that you have those type of fans because there are some people who have the other side of those. Mm -hmm. And, you know, obviously you're going to have people like that constantly badgering your account. So it's it's really cool. I mean, you get it, the good with the bad when it comes mm -hmm. with social media yeah all right sure. um hispanic heritage month what does it mean to you uh as a latina and what does it mean representing your culture through your content what is a loaded it mean question me? i know it is i feel like i should have written my whole essay out for this you um, can do you can do the dissertation and send it in if you want but you know. <laughs> well we'll do a voiceover later on <laughs> we'll do a voiceover we'll just add it to the interview <laughs> Um, what does it mean to be a Latina? Oof, un orgullo, like, up to here, man. Like, I am so proud anywhere I go. I make sure people know 
que soy Latina, que soy Mexicana. Like, I don't know what it is. I kid you not. I can be in the most, like, American neighborhood and I will make sure I speak Spanish or I reference something about Mexico just because I want to yeah. make sure that you know we are here and we are here to stay and we're not ashamed of who we are. And... I know so many people have different stories of like, oh, when I grew up, I was like, you know, very ashamed and just like timid. I didn't want to show who I was with whether it was their clothes, their hair, like anything that kind of like authentic made them very authentic and in, in their who they were and, and what they came from. But with mm -hmm. me, it wasn't like that. Again, I feel like the community I grew up, it was a very small community. I grew up in a Catholic private school and that community was nothing but Latinos like maybe one uh one white folk and maybe like two African-American you know like yeah. it was so rare for me to grow up seeing nothing but white people so I never really got to experience the whole like racism until I got older and I started being on my own and going out and about so like I'm a proud ass Latina and to me it's just it's beautiful to have grown up to see that pride around me and still see it now. Like it's still very much like in people's faces, wherever I am. That's, that's really cool. I noticed like from the content creation side, it's kind of funny because we, we take up a pretty good chunk of like TikTok and some of these other platforms. Um, you've attended some of these, you know, events where they have, you know, like whether it's Instagram or whether it's TikTok, uh, TikTok, TikTok. Um, <laughs> hey, those are good. Let's TikTok. get sponsored. <laughs> hey, TikTok, we're going to get, yeah, right. We just turned around and got ourselves. Um, so we'll see it next. Uh, you know, this, this episode was brought to you by TikTok. Um, are you seeing more representation in these specific areas? Uh, I know that, you know, we've spoken to, to quite a few where they say that they're still lacking when in the creator side, are you seeing like at least a growth from when you first started doing content yeah. creation? Yes. I've been in the game for a few years now. I mean, since like 2012, you know, 2013. So I, I definitely understand both sides people. And I still, I do strongly believe that we still have a major lack of rep representation, but I do see the growth. I've seen the growth and, um, In a lot of companies too that are like Latino owned companies, I feel mm -hmm. like they're becoming more loud in who they are as a Latino owned company and not afraid to like show that as well. And, and with that being said, like they're bringing in these Latino content creators to like collaborate with and whatnot, you know? So I have seen the growth. Do I still see the lack of? I do, but I yeah, see growth. I mean and so that, yeah, I, and I see the growth. So that gives me hope. And I feel because we're seeing the growth, we as a community, we're very like, like supportive and like, ese orgullo que tenemos, like it, it pushes us to fight really hard for our people and for our representation. So like the representation is getting there and it's getting, and it's, I feel like it's becoming more known, but I want it to be authentic too, you know? Like I yeah. don't want, I don't, I, like I feel like certain companies, Or even do it for the number. It's a diversity. Yeah, do it pick. for the numbers. Do yeah. all this like I've never been a fan of that. Yeah, do it. Do, do, do these like stereotype. Can I cuss on this podcast? I don't know. Can I cuss? Um, <laughs> I mean, can I? Can you I can. I can shit? just. I, I can just bleep it. Oh, okay. that's fine. <laughs> oh, okay. Like I feel like all the stereotype kind of like shows or movies. Like I'm tired of that shit. Then 
cholos or vendors and all of that stereotyped like Latino, a Latino figureism that. that we have. So is it rising? Yes, but I feel like it's rising in a way where they're still t- stereotyping us. And I want it to like move outside of that. Yeah, the typecasting. Typecasting. Yeah, they kill, they they keep they they do they still do typecasting. You know, we were sitting there talking mm-hmm. about the numbers, even in the actors field, where you still have I think it's like five percent of uh, actors that are still out there are playing leading roles. We make up eighteen percent of of the actual population here of the United States, and only five percent of us are are casted Ridiculous. in like leading roles in all these movies. And when yeah. we do get casted, it's typecasted. So we're either you know the 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 gangbangers or the cleaning yeah. supplies or you know what I'm yeah. like it's it's always there's always some role that yeah. like demeanor yeah the bodega owner or something like that or I never understood that because there's a so many of life. us who like, live like above yeah like I live middle class, middle class. yeah like, I did so not crazy. grow up seeing gangbanger like gangbanger like family members like obviously we had them but like. It, it wasn't just like exploited in my face and in like in everything. So it was, it's just crazy to me that everyone thinks that that's what it yeah. is and it's not. And it's almost yeah. like you're being introduced yeah. to a side you never saw. It's kind of weird. Like I've, I grew up in Patterson. Patterson New Jersey? Don't get me wrong. You see things, but it wasn't the ma- Sorry. Yeah. moment. 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 Oh, what? No. I, okay. Do okay, tell. So the first time Do I went tell. to New York, I stayed in Patterson, New Jersey. So I know. Oh God, I have a story in Patterson, New Jersey. <laughs> oh. Oh my God. Patterson. Patterson it was, is, because is literally we're Patterson's like crazy. Three in the morning, four in the morning, <laughs> and my friend's cousin's friend. I hope that made sense. Um, we were just hanging out and we were about to leave actually to the airport in a few hours. And next thing you know, like his little sister runs in the room saying, yo, your car is getting stolen. And we're like, what? Quit playing. Yep. And we, yeah, and we run that's Patterson. And the car is driving off yep. and, then they, and then they drive off to get it. Oh, it was just a wild. I couldn't believe it. But yeah, I stayed in Patterson like two times and when both I went times out she had to her New car stolen. <laughs> both times. <laughs> <laughs> that's Patterson, New Jersey. Look, we have, we have a relatable story and it's, you know, it may not be good, but it is what it is. It's Patterson. Oh man. But the food so is I, you know, I Oh, it's, you're not going to get better food. The from, I mean, the best, the best food comes from a lot of areas where, you know, I, as bad as this may sound, they're very poverty driven areas because that's where like a lot of the authentic families live and things of that nature when it comes to like, you know, for instance, in Patterson, you get a lot of Dominicans, you get a lot of Puerto Ricans, you know, there's a lot of uh, South Americans there. So you're going to get some of the best food and some of the best spots of those people who open restaurants in those areas. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's when you come here to L.A. and you can't find a good restaurant for nothing. What? Hold so, up. Hold nah, there's no, up. There's no good food in L.A., Gabriela. Like, no, no. no. Name a good Dominican restaurant. Okay, in hold LA. up. If you're saying Dominican and Puerto Rican restaurants, then that's a whole other story. That's a whole other story. Actually, I don't are there Dominican restaurants out here? It would be nice. Exactly my point. It would exactly be exactly cool. my it's either Salvadoran, Mexican, maybe Ecuadorian, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. It has mm-hmm. to be a good restaurant for that. Aside Peruvian, from that, there's, like, a lot there's of no Peruvians. diversity. Is there? Oh, yes. Especially it be, where it I grew may up. Be, it may be Peruvian. The restaurant down the street is probably Peruvian. 
Yeah, there's a lot of Peruvian restaurants. I kid you not, where I grew up, I'm in the like the south area. I'm in the Long Beach area. So Peruvian corners. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, like, we're not in the same area. Though. Yeah. Are you in the Valley? Because I feel like every New Yorker, every East Coast um, folk came to the Valley. And that's why, that's where you guys fucked up. That is. No, but I've, I, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've been everywhere. I've been downtown. I've sure. been, I've been to East LA. I've, I've been, you know, but look, I can't find, like, they have one place called Mofongos here. I think it's what it's called. Yes. Right? And I've been to it. Did to, you? It's terrible. Don't tell me that that's good food. If you consider that good Dominican food, then you're right. This interview is over. No. It's terrible. It's so bad because like I went to go support. My boyfriend was like excited. You know, he was like, oh shit. Okay, let's oh. go support. And he was so disappointed. I was like, oh my God, I feel like I failed you. But it was our first now, time. Mind you, it was our first time. If Mofongos is listening, you're more than welcome to sponsor the uh, show. I know. We love you. We'll go to get some yeah. poquito on the holidays. We just, you know, we'll you know, <laughs> turn around and be the brand advisor for that, for that restaurant. But it's terrible. It's a terrible restaurant. Yeah. Maybe you should start your own restaurant. You love food. Hey, we just started something. I don't know. I don't know. We just, I don't know. We, I don't know if we have the demographic for that. Hey, my boyfriend's a cook. Hey. He, he went to culinary school, you know, shout out to him for culinary and he can, you know, I'll, cook I'll do up. all the marketing. <laughs> I'll do all the marketing. I'll do the video content. <laughs> don't we, we got a team. See, we there got you a go. team. That's it. Yeah. This it's, is, 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 we just got to come we'll up with a name. on the LA times. Uh, <laughs> Mofongo is better. I know. <laughs> We're gonna my phone goes better. They're gonna be like, "Damn, they're really catching shade on my restaurant." That's really, that's crazy. <laughs> He's gonna ban us. Oh no! All right, so you recently expanded into television, so you're doing like event hosting and stuff, and now you're on LA's TV, The Zoo. Yeah. What has that experience like been for you? Oh man, it's been wild. Um, never, I never thought I was gonna go into hosting. That literally. It was funny because I got an interview. So I was invited as a guest to get an interview on another show they have called Get It Girl. And mm -hmm. I think it was like a year and a half later, I get this email by one of the producers. Hey, so we're casting for a new show, uh, for a show that we have and we're looking for new hosts. And I thought you'd be like a great catch. Like, are you interested? And we started talking and then voila, I got casted. That's crazy. Do you like it? I mean, it's. I oh, I do. This is I, my first time. This is my first time ever doing anything like this. Oh, really? It's like your first hosting, day on the job? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no the first day. You're not my first <laughs> interview. No, I'm saying like, like two years ago, we started the podcast and this was like the first time that I actually like engaged in a microphone and then I'm, I was, I'm, I'm a computer geek. Like mm. all I do is, you know, get behind and, and develop for me hosting, like doing the interviews, you know, hosting different shows. It's, it's like a unique experience. Like it's like it's not like anything else. Like you can get in front of a camera and do all kinds of videos and stuff like that. But hosting is very unique. I mean, do you find that the people that you speak to and even the environment that you're in is like completely different? It's all different from hosting to acting from memorizing lines to doing your own content creating. Like they're all very different worlds and different connections. And what I love about hosting, it reminds me of musical theater. You really connect with the audience. And you, and you have just a deeper connection. And I mean, I love to talk. So like, I can literally go on for hours on talking. And I love that I get to do that. You didn't and get, get paid. that from this interview at all. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. I disappointed you guys. <laughs> like, but <laughs> She didn't talk as much as she should have. <laughs> um, no, but like, I just love connecting with people. 
and it's a great authentic there's nothing is scripted obviously you have like questions that you want to ask but everything is just thrown at you and you just go with the flow you never know what's gonna happen and it just keeps you on your toes and that's just that's exciting and it's nerve-wracking oh my god every time we have to get ready to shoot something. I am sweating bricks. I'm nervous that I'm going to say something wrong. I'm going to look like... A- yes, those yeah. butterflies. If you don't have butterflies when you're about to do your job, then I don't think you should be doing that job. <laughs> you should be nervous. I, you should be I nervous. I didn't sleep. I like I it, Before all of these interviews, I'm staying up, sitting there going, okay, is this the right question? And, and you know, what if they react this way? What if they react that way? Like, how am I going to bounce back from that? Like, it's crazy. And... The amount of like excitement, it's it's an excitement. Like people think, oh, okay, well, it's like, it's not just nerves. Mm-hmm. There's like some sort of like inner uh, passion that's just kind of boiling mm-hmm. up to the point where you get to that thing. And then once you're at it, you're just like, okay, here I am. And it's weird because it's calming once you're in the setting. Like yes. Once you start. yes. I feel like those nerves like project in a very good way. Like it just helps yeah. you produce a better interview or be like me at this this is now i'm on the opposite end you know like i'm the one being interviewed and asked questions and i feel like it's different because i know how both sides are like asking the question seems a little bit more calming because you're like you don't have the pressure to answer and did i answer that correctly is that what they wanted to hear did i fuck up you know and like now i'm over here thinking i hope i i hope i didn't steer away because i'm so good at that i think women are so good at that specifically me We'll start a conversation and you ask me a question and somehow I ended up talking about Mars. And it's like, oh, shit. I, <laughs> I, I, I don't even think I answered his question, but I hope I did. <laughs> I hope I enlightened somebody today. <laughs> I mean, the cool thing about me is if you didn't answer my question, I'll just ask it again. Mm. Like, no, we're going to get to the bottom of this, Gabby. Okay, cool. Whether you so like answered. it or not. <laughs> Sweet. So I've answered your questions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's have some fun. Uh, I had mentioned to to Gabby that we were going to do a game. We normally do, uh, you know, get to know, which is a 10-question fast round. But with Gabby, we decided we'd take it to a different level. We're going to go play Babbler Would You Rather, which only a few people have ever played on the show. Um, Used to be two truths and a lie, but we canceled that. We just got lied to way too much. All right, so you ready? So these get predominantly... uh, more difficult and more more Hispanic and more Latino as they go along. You ready? Okay, okay. All right. So, Babbler, would you rather? Would you rather live in a place that's very cold or live in a place that's very hot? Very hot. Very hot? Very hot. I, I, oh, yes. Put me on an island. I will live there the rest of my life. I I, I most likely will retire on an island. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, you can probably buy one by the end of the day. Dang! Can you imagine getting to the point? Get to that point where we can buy an island. After we create our restaurant, we'll definitely be able to do that. So, mofongo yeah. better. Let's go. Mofongo better. <laughs> or go mofongo more. Um, that's, would you rather have a neck like a giraffe or eyes like an owl? Eyes like an owl. So like, oh, wait. Because, I mean, mm. if you have a neck of a giraffe, you could see everything. But, but maybe you don't see everything very clearly because they're small up there. <laughs> Um, and what if I break my neck? I'm clumsy as fuck. Now nah, we're gonna go she's, with an owl because you can just actually analyze the answer. That is awesome. Like she had a whole strategic reason why. That is so good. It's All right. an owl. We don't break necks. She's with like, an owl. It's, we gotta go with the owl. I'm afraid I'm gonna fall over. My neck is gonna hit a chair. It's all over. 
So, all right. So, would you rather be invisible or f- or be able to fly for just one day? Oh, fly. I've always wanted my superpower to be flying. So, you rather have that for one day than just be invisible the whole time? Yeah. I want people to see me. I don't want to be invisible. That's, that's good. <laughs> Go be like Peter Pan. She's like, yeah. All right. Yeah. That's I a good fly. one. Yeah. Right, this this next one's kind of funny because I'm, I'm highly interested in how oh, you know, answer this one. So, I mean, being being an influencer and a content creator, this is kind of like right up that alley. So, would you rather wear an outfit that is constantly changing as you're wearing it or the same thing with a hairstyle? Uh, so, as you're walking to these events, your outfit is constantly changing on itself. You don't have control of it. Or your hair. My hair should be constantly changing? Yeah. Uh, my hair, because like if it's my clothes, oh my god, am I gonna be naked in that moment? Like my naked. No, you don't get. It's not naked, oh, okay. but it's gonna turn around and like it'll change the different types of outfits. Just oh, damn, out of that's... nowhere, you'll just be walking and, and okay, it'll just turn into whatever outfits. the outfits. Yeah, 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 okay, that's fun. Yeah, that would be interesting, right? Like just walking around, yeah, with like, like clothes that it's almost like an LED. I need a stylist. Type. Can can we can can someone that's listening please style me? I I'm too lazy to style myself. Look at me. Look at me. I'm in gym clothes. <laughs> That's okay. Look, I'm, well, I'm not in gym clothes, but okay. Any, either way, <laughs> I don't, I need a stylist too, but they don't, you know, I need a stylist who's fat people friendly. Um, oh. Let's see. So would you rather wake up every day having your parents making you clean or would you rather wake up every day and burn your favorite Latino dish? No, hombre, a limpiar. A limpiar. A limpiar. No, porque... Yeah. I, oh, hell no. I love to eat. I want to make sure my food is good. Like, <laughs> I wake up She's like, I'll clean. I will slave. I will clean as as I for my, my food. food. Yes, I will <laughs> clean for my food. Put a little bit of music and I'm good. It's therapy. That is what... It's, suavemente there you go. <laughs> All right. So here we go. They got a little difficult now because it depends on oh, whether crap. you even know this. Would you rather have on repeat Listening for the rest of your life, Mi Burrito Sabanero, or Feliz Navidad. Mi Burrito Sabanero, Camino de... <laughs> Why did I have a feeling you were a burrito fan? <laughs> I don't know, man, because I, I don't know, but I grew up with that song every Christmas. Till this day, we play that song. Every freaking Christmas. All right, so I'm not going to hang out with you when you're... When you're having that, then when you're having that day, because I can only, what? you'll be show no, because you're gonna create dance videos with it, and that's probably gonna go viral. Well, actually, I might hang out with you then if it's gonna go the, viral. There you go. Just, so, all right, so let's see. Uh, this one's not Latino one. So, would you? I mean, it is kind of. Would you rather go without shampoo for the rest of your life or toothpaste for the rest of your life? Oh my god, that is. Now, my this is a tough one because some somebody's gonna find out how nasty you really are in this question. Because oh your hair God. is either going to be funky for the rest of your Rafa, life. Rafa, I wash my hair every day. That's how that's how I am with my hair. That tells you a so lot. You don't brush every day. <laughs> you know, <laughs> damn, putting my business out there. The fuck? She, she's like, I do my hair every day. But my teeth. Do you see these teeth? They're rotting. I'm kidding. <laughs> this, is, um, this is fake. Look. <laughs> um. Oh shoot, that's hard. That's because a tough I one. can't stand bad breath. 
but I can't stand oily, dirty hair. Like, I literally wash my hair every day. And I have women always telling me, what's wrong with you? You're crazy. Like, uh-uh. My hair is good. Everyone always tells me it's healthy. That's yes, hard. Got a tough one here. But you know what? If I had to choose, I need a good mouth. I need good teeth because then I can't eat food. So, yeah. Or I'll talk s- to somebody for that matter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Your boyfriend's um, going to call to you like, Coño, what the hell? Like, what is going on, woman? <laughs> okay, it would be my teeth. I'll the just teeth? go bald. All right. So here we go. This, is, this, this one's tough, this one, especially for Latinos. Would you rather live without music or live without novelas? Yeah, these are getting hard. I would say live without novelas. Mm. Music just novelas, right? Music is the soul. It's man. the like, soul. Oh, it's yeah. life. Me da vida. Yeah. Music I is incorporated with, with music, in everything. Yeah, with music you can make your own novelas. So you can. Oh, so. I can make my own music See? videos. Okay. There you go. We're getting go. deep Who's here. <laughs> we are. We are. This is psychological stuff, people. For you know, mental health awareness. The. <laughs> For that month. (laughs) Yeah, for that month. Uh, Would you rather drink iced coffee or or hot coffee for the rest of your life? Iced coffee. Iced coffee? Yeah. Yeah. Right there. I'm an iced coffee person. I can't be doing hot. Reasons why I like being in the heat. Everything, like, you know, you're hot. You can always put the cold, yeah. Yeah. People are crazy I can't be drinking. Poniendo café, like hot coffee in the summer. I don't know how they do that. It's like those parents who make soup in the summer, and then they try to justify it. My dad. Es que el sudor, cuando las sudas, se te quita lo caliente. I was like, huh? That makes like, no, no sense. It's like, just give me Vicks for whatever it is you think I got. And yes, be- yes. You have to sweat everything out and with Vicks. All right, last one. Last one. And you being Mexican, this might hit. Oh, okay. Would you rather have... Or experience the best taco on the planet for just one day. Just one time. That's mm. all you get it. Or, oh, well, one time and then never eat tacos again. So this is it. This is the one time. It's the best taco on the planet. You get to do this one time and then after that you're done with tacos. <laughs> or have really bad tacos for the rest of your life. <sighs> That's not easy. It's tough. That's not easy. That's a tough one. I feel like I'm going to disappoint my, my, my community. I, I would say have bad tacos because <laughs> I can fix them. <laughs> I can fix them. I was going to say she's going to put a lot of sauce on that sucker. She's exactly. like, I'm gonna, I oh will my. just rough it up. I would just suck that shit up, put salsa y limón y ya. Sunto resultado, like ya. Yeah. Hey, resolvió la, la situación. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. I I probably would have went for the latter. Yeah. The, yeah. The How the hell am I gonna have one taco and then never have them again? The fuck? No. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's crazy. Because I've had in LA and they're all, you know, the, you know, all the taco trucks I've been to are pretty bad. <sighs> it's because you're in I'm the valley, get man. For that comment. Oh. I want to get no. I did that comment. I did that comment on purpose just so I could turn around and get people all wired. Up. I can't. That's I'm gonna so be. Mad. That's gonna be the. That's gonna be the uh, clickbait for this episode. I need to. <laughs> oh oh my all. god! The LA has the worst tacos. Imagine the heat. That, yeah. Oof. Oh my goodness! Mm-mm, like this Dominican mm-mm. came from the east side and to he the thinks west he knows side to LO and he thinks he knows tacos and he thinks he knows. No, if I can, if I can remember, I have to find the video because I did a video with some dude um a few years ago. 
I would highly say those are some of the best tacos I've had out here. And these guys are from Oaxaca and they hopefully after COVID, they're still there because this was pre-COVID. But um, they had their post in some area in LA for, I want to say like 20 years. And these people have a line like this. Oh my God, their tacos were so delicious. So delicious. I, would, I don't know if I would do that though, Gabby. I don't like waiting in lines. That no, 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 no. Tú tienes que saber cuando tienes que ir. Like, like the lines were really long for the weekends. They said that after you know the clubs, okay. the bars, everyone would go there. But no, we so went on, on like a Monday. Yeah, go like on a Monday, eight o'clock, nine o'clock. Like they're okay. Yeah, that, that actually works out better than yeah. I'll do that. You got to tell me where it is. Though. I'm gonna have to find out. I gotta. Yeah, I'm gonna have to find out. And I'll let you know because they were super good. And if you ever want something like. Not super authentic, but they're still really freaking tasty, and I really like them. And I, I hardcore will like fight someone telling me they're not good. Is um, gui- <laughs> she'll will, scrap. I'm She's sh- gonna scrap. <laughs> it's guisados. Have you heard of guisados? Yes. Yes. I've actually heard of guisados. That's actually one that I've heard because I was speaking to I think it's Jesus Trejo, and he was telling me about that. Yes, I really like them. Like, not that they're not authentic, because they are. But they just don't look like street tacos. They're a little bit more like high culinary style. Yeah. But, you know, la, las tortillas hecho a mano. Like, it's super good. They're really good tacos. Which is the one that has the red sauce? La tinga? The, no, they're, they're not the not the name of the, the company, but like the actual taco style. It has like a red sauce to it. The red, it's, well, it's like the, dipped. Uh, oh, birria. La, los tacos de birria? Yeah. That you put the consomme, yeah. you dip in the consomme. Oh, yeah. Those yeah. are so popular those, those right now. I don't know how that became a yeah. thing, but they just blew up. It's like a thing. Mm-hmm. It's super hipster right now. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I grew up eating that. <laughs> okay. It's like, it, it was just like Cheerios to us, and you guys are making it like a new trend. The, the new spawn water, you know. <laughs> oh, All God. right. Last question for you. Okay. What advice would you give to somebody who's trying to become a comic? Just, just stay true to you. It can be difficult in a big sea of so many creators. You're going to try to create something that's in, that's that's popular. And I think at one point, that's what was really getting to me. Like, man, why am I yeah. not growing as fast as all these other creators are growing, you know? But everybody grows in their own way and everyone has their own niche. And um, I think just staying true to yourself keeps you in a healthy place when it comes down to creating and your audience will see it and you're going to grow you're going to find the people that love what you do and love what you have to give and offer will be there so don't focus too much on the growing process of, of like numbers just worry about your growth as a creator and like what is that you want to offer to this world and just stay true to yourself very good stay true to yourself That's awesome yeah. Allows people to stay grounded. So it's it's very good. I think quality over quantity. Exactly. Exactly. Because so. you never know. You never know where the, where the opportunities are going to come for being like just you. Like I'm speaking for myself. Oh, damn. I almost whipped my whole face. <laughs> I'm speaking. Yeah. For, <laughs> you saw that? She was like, I'm speaking. For, <laughs> I'm speaking for myself. Let me turning not myself taking all the equipment. <laughs> Um, like speaking for myself, you know, being in this industry for so long, I know at times it can't get to my head like, oh, my numbers aren't growing as fast as I would like. But the opportunities that have been not just given to me, I've worked my ass off for this stuff, you know, and yeah. and whatever comes to me is meant for me. And just know that and, and 
and just like know that whatever is meant for you will come to you, you know, and mm -hmm. brands will see that like your followers will see that. And the minute you start kind of trying to act like something else, they'll see that too. And they'll see that too. They'll yeah. see that too. The authenticity and matters. Authenticity, authenticity definitely matters. matters. So just be authentic to yourself and don't get caught up with, with the trends and, and the, the numbers so much. Just honestly, just be true to yourself. Awesome advice for those of you guys who are trying to be content creators. Definitely take that. Be authentic to yourself and, you know, put out the quality content because that's what's going to matter. Especially yeah. for brand deals. I think for brand deals, people will see the engagement and how much people resonate to that, yeah. to that specific creator. Oye, Gabriela, this was amazing. Oh, no quiero que se acabe. This is so much fun. <laughs> it's like talking in the, it's like living room talk. It's one of yes. those things that we always tell people. We we love having these type of conversations. If if people wanted to follow you and your many adventures, where would they go? Uh, follow me on Instagram at it's, I'm just so, ah, see, I was going to tell you my TikTok. Follow me Let's on Instagram. Uh -huh, I'm going to give you mo both of them. So Instagram is at ogabby, zero H-G-A-B-Y. And then on TikTok, it's ogabby. It's zero H-G-A-B-Y. So, and YouTube too, ogabby on YouTube. So if you guys want to follow me there. Yeah, it's a lot of fun content. You guys got to check it out. She's, she's really, uh, really showing off what it is to be Latino, what it is to have these like amazing experiences. And, you know, one of these days, one of these days, I'll be doing one of those. Maybe we'll go and do the Great Wall of China or Great Wall, whatever they call it. Hey, let me know. I'll do that again. I, I we'll went, turn around and we'll, we'll set it off for an interview like two years from now. And we'll do an <laughs> interview at the Great Wall of China. At the Great Wall of China. <laughs> like, we're reporting live at the Great Wall of China. Damn, speaking China into existence. This yeah, podcast. Yeah, man. You're going to get a show. You're, yeah, you're going to have a show and it's going to make you travel around the world. That's that's my, hopefully that happens. Oh, that becomes yeah, a life. That's, I'm going to I'm going to Puerto Rico in 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 uh, December, so I'll be filming from there. Oh, sweet! You know I'm going to be trying to, <gasps> hmm, I'm trying to do some content. I love. I'm going to be that guy who's annoying everybody <laughs> as as we're going down the street. I'm like, mira pa que vea. Pa que vea. And then, um, <laughs> um, that's awesome. So what? Look, thank you once again for joining us and sharing your story. It's it's really awesome to be able to to have this conversation with you and wish you continued success in everything that you were doing. Thank you so much. You too. Thank you for having me. This is amazing. Yeah. This, this was a lot of fun. I was, I was laughing a lot, which Thank is kind of strange. No, I'm just, okay. I mean, I'm kind of funny like, sometimes, you know, I mean, you are, you are <laughs> yeah, the Patterson story is what's going to get everybody. So oh, God, for real, me shitting on uh, Los Angeles tacos. No. All right, guys. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank you guys for watching uh, this special interview with Gabriela Banuelos part of our Revolución Hispanic Heritage virtual event brought to you by Todo Wafi. Be sure to follow us on all social media platforms at Todo Wafi and visit the website www.todowafi.com. That is where the complete schedule for the remaining of this event is taking place. You can catch this interview on YouTube, Facebook, and all of the other mediums. And make sure that you turn around and celebrate with your families. 30 days. 30 days and then continue it for 365 days. And for the rest of Start your making life. It just a, right? <laughs> All these people who just celebrated for Hispanic Heritage Month. No, mm -hmm. it's 306. We're Latino 365 days of the year. Yes, baby. So we are out. I'm Rafael. That is Gabriela. Until next time. Desde Nicaragua hasta Costa Rica con esta canción todo mundo se identifica.
hizo estando allá afuera Porque para mí mira noches sin fronteras 